What's good, y'all? It's Casey, and I got Jay here. Yep. Welcome to the Soul to Fire podcast. So today, we're going to start out with uh, the song of the day. So let them know what the song of the day is. Today's song is Found by Travis Green and Forward City. It's a very great song. I've been singing it all day. So we're, um, you know, we're just hoping that everybody enjoyed the last episode. If you haven't heard it, go check it out ASAP. It's streaming on Spotify right now. And, yeah, we're going to put our little social media links and whatnot so you can keep up with us and keep up with the podcast as well. So, Casey, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I actually feel I'm pretty excited about this episode. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. So, you're going to tell them what we're talking about So, y'all tuning in. Today's (laughs) topic is the art of prayer. Yeah. Ooh. So, (laughs) last episode, we talked about what it means to be on fire for God. We talked about, you know, how to get to that point where you can really say that you're, you know, craving for God and you're you're longing for his presence and his spirit. And so now that we touched on that, we want to talk about really being in communication with him because we talked about that a lot as well. And also maintain just maintaining that fire. Yeah. And so one way that we do that, one way that we will keep in communication with him, well, the only way really is by prayer. But if you're not sure, you know, how to obtain a prayer life, if you have a prayer life and it seems to be a little bit off, we're really going to touch on all of that today. So let's get into it. All right. So I thought about this when we were, um, you know, thinking of how would you describe prayer? You know, I would say it's, it's a conversation with your parent because God is our spiritual father. So well, our heavenly father. So when we want something, like we want our parents to buy us something, what are we going to do? We're going to go and, you know, ask them. We gonna, But first, we're going to start saying all these compliments like, <laughs> oh, ma, your hair looks good today. You know, da, 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 da. You know, gonna, I love you. What you want? <laughs> what you want? And she's going to know you want something. But before mm-hmm. you begin to ask all of that, you start saying all these compliments and nice things about them, you know. And this is actually, in a sense, how our prayer life should be. You know, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be asking God more for things than you really are just to to exalt him and to tell him you know how wonderful he is when you're praying all those things like that um I think a big thing about prayer is consistency so I was wondering how do we accomplish consistency in our prayer life (laughs) yeah I got you I got you okay caught you off guard you you sure did catch me off guard (laughs) but um just consistently uh consist when it comes to consistency i would mm-hmm. say definitely discipline is a big thing yeah uh making sure you have a time where you know that hey i need to pray today i need to go cuz i know for me if i i know that we're busy people already yeah but we got to set time aside to give god what he deserves right and if you're making him a priority then that should come easily and so mm-hmm. here um one I guess you could say one little tip on, you know, consistency. I've learned it myself is that you have to understand your circumstance doesn't define, determine or define your conversation because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter, you know, how you're feeling, what you're going through, what life is looking like, what your your current situation may be. You still have to talk to him. You still have to get in communication with him. He wants to hear from me either way. And um, we talked about that on the last episode, too, when we talked about David. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just... It's a really good thing to look at when you're wanting to know about consistency. 
Yeah, and we also talked on how, like, prayer is relationship. Mm -hmm. To talk to him is to maintain that relationship just like you would um, a a friendship or a relationship. You just, you have to talk to God consistently because he does want to hear from you. And, you know, so when we pray, I think a good thing to to know or to do when we pray is to make sure we humble ourselves. Know who you are talking to. Right. Because you're talking, you're praying to God. And it is just a conversation, but we need to humble ourselves because a lot of the times we uh, pray and we ask for these things, but... You know that we think that we deserve them just based right. on the things that we do. <laughs> that's or... funny. That's a good joke. <laughs> definitely not. And that's definitely not the case. If when we receive blessings, it's not because of anything we've done. It's because right. of who God is. And y'all hear it, like we said. But I think I said something like this the last time we was talking. Mm. You hear the old folks say, you know, he's God all by himself. He good all by himself. And you know, my bad. <laughs> you know, they be kind of joking around and stuff where we think that as being younger people like oh they funny you know saying crazy stuff like that but it's it's the truth though right. like he is God all by himself and he doesn't need you and we're gonna touch on that later but <laughs> he doesn't um reward you just because you know you did this and this and this of course there is rewards when it comes to serving him right in in the case we're talking about you know he's blessing you just because because he is God like he put over there yeah and god like he already knows our innermost desires he knows our wants and our needs but he wants you to be humble enough to ask for right right and i think when we talked about um consistency the the scripture that a lot of people go to is james what is it is it five sixteen? i think that's right (laughs) i don't want to give y'all the wrong scripture I believe that might be it. But um, the one I'm talking about, it says, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man accomplishes or avails much. So when we talk about the word um, fervent, it means Mm -hmm. hot, burning, or glowing. And the other definition is having or displaying a passionate intensity. And so when we put this together, you kind of think of like a burning fire. See what I did? Uh, and yeah, I like that. <laughs> and having that passion. Like you're not just coming into prayer saying, oh, I got to pray today. That done told me like, you know, you ain't been praying lately. You need to go pray. That's not that's not the heart posture that you want to have when you go right. pray. It should be that passion. It should be that desire. It should be that yearn just to be in his presence. And I believe that's really, really important if you're trying to have a relationship with God or grow your relationship with God. You have to want that. And that's really important. Was that the right scripture? (laughs) Yeah, James 5 and 16. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I didn't give y'all the wrong scripture because, oh no, I'm not trying to be that person. Mm -mm. Yeah, and the thing is, though, like, when we, like, okay, I lost my train of thought for real, real, but honestly, (laughs) (laughs) just saying, like, okay, that, like you were saying, it was something about you were saying God is God all by himself. He don't mm-hmm. he don't need us. He really don't. But like he's God Almighty, bro. But like, uh, what I was gonna say <laughs> is that relationship is a privilege mm-hmm. that God has allowed us to be able to have a connection with him and to be able to serve him in that way and that he doesn't just be like, Oh, we're all his servants, we just gonna you know, like we're literally like having the the opportunity to have a relationship with God and not right. just like, oh, this just, I mean, of course we're like servantism, but like, 
I don't know if that was a correct word. <laughs> but also, just, I don't even know if that's a word. But just not just serving him, but also that relationship is just a privilege. Right. And I think going back to the circumstances not determining the conversation, I believe it's really important to understand, you know, like we're talking about with God's character. He's not just some random person, you know. He's mm-hmm. He is God. Like, there's no other way to put it. And we serve a God of compassion. He cares about how we feel. He wants to hear from us. And when we sometimes we go to pray, we do all this extra stuff because we think that's not saying it's wrong, but sometimes it's because we think that's what he wants to hear. But he wants to hear you, not, you know, not what the world is saying. Oh, you need to pray like this. You need to pray like that. There are examples of prayer. But if it ain't the example that Jesus left, then don't tell me how to pray. Dear Lord, God (laughs) Almighty, Savior of all. (laughs) I mean, he is all of that, he but don't don't do that just because you feel like that's what he wants or that's what you feel like you have to do. He wants to hear your fears and frustrations to show you how you have the power to overcome them. Mm-hmm. And when we're upset about some things, plenty of people, myself included, have a tendency to run from it. But we're learning from these things, right? Mm-hmm. And we, as I guess you could say human nature, not everyone is like that, but some people, you know, they shut others out. And unknowingly, and sometimes knowingly, we do the same thing to God. Mm-hmm. But how could we... That just, huh, how could we possibly say, you know, like, oh, we serve God, we do this, we do that. And like I said the last time, you're not even willing to talk to him. It's the same thing here because you're letting how you feel in the moment determine whether you're going to really talk to him or be in his presence or even just to worship that day. It shouldn't be defined by that. Right. And even when you're going through just like, just letting him know, like, he, I mean, he already knows, but just saying, like, he wants to hear, like, What's, what you're going through. He wants you to be able to talk to him and just be able to, um, just to to give it to him, right. really. And the more you talk to God and the more you spend time with him, the more you'll see him in you. Right. And I know y'all keep, y'all going to be like, what in the world? I keep going back to David because there's so many different references. There's so many things you could pull from. But in, I want to say, yeah, Psalms 56, mm-hmm. um, he was captured by his enemies, the Philistines. Mm-hmm. And if you know, you know. But when I tell y'all that I haven't seen him face to face, I don't want to see him face to face. They was giants. <laughs> they was they was real life giants. I'm pretty sure they was some Nephilim. Like let's be for real, they was huge. Okay, and and nobody ever said anything about David being tiny. But because Goliath was so big, we have this image in our brain that David was small. But that's neither here nor there. He was probably just a normal sized fella, you know. Mm-hmm. But he was captured by these real life giants, and I would have been freaking out. I would have been screaming, hollering, crying. And in verse 3 of this one that he's writing, he says, whenever I'm afraid, I would trust in you. And mm-hmm. even though it sounds so simple and it sounds like something that we say a lot, it really displays that passion for God, saying that I'm in this circumstance right now. I'm literally in the hand of my enemies, but I still trust in you. And I believe that's just like such a beautiful thing. Then in verse 4, he goes into saying, in God, I have put my trust. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? Like, he really had that Mm. Holy Ghost boldness that people talk about. And I believe that's really important in our prayer life. Another thing that I wanted to um, touch on is that we have to be willing to wait. So what are your thoughts on patience in a prayer life? Man, I remember I used to struggle with that (laughs) so bad. But when it comes to patience, it's it's not. I feel like it's natural for us not to want to wait. Mm -hmm. Or like, here's a here's a real question. Okay. So what if you're praying to God and he says, not yet? (laughs) And that's the, that's something he says, this is not ready for Mm -hmm. you yet. 
And that's really like a hard thing to just wait. But then again, you just got to keep reminding yourself that we're waiting on his timing. His timing is perfect mm-hmm. because he he knows everything. His ways are higher, his thoughts are higher. So we can't expect to be like, oh, I need you to do it this way. I need you to do it how I want it. I, I want oh, you to yeah. do it now at this time. Like For sure. Like, hold on, bro. What they say? He's an on-time God. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> we churchy, just, y'all. We are so church. <laughs> It's just like putting that faith and that trust in him to just be able to know. Like, yeah. even when you don't understand, because us as humans, we're not going to understand everything. Like, I forgot what that uh, scripture was, but um, it's something about understanding. But yeah, like, it's I not. I think it's, I know what you're talking about. It's in Proverbs. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Lean not to your own understanding. Yeah, but in all your ways, acknowledge him mm-hmm. and he will direct your path. So it's really just when you trust in him, he he'll lead you even yeah. if you're you don't see what's going or you can't see what's coming in the future for you. Right. But I recognize a problem with that and that the huge difficulty that gets in the way we can say, Oh, we trust God, we trust God and I watch people go around all the time, Oh, I got crazy faith but when it's just them and God <laughs> it's not looked that way. Because you can tell the world that, but really the problem is our flesh doesn't want to wait on God. And it right. becomes a huge hindrance in our prayer life because we want the blessings, but we we don't want to pray. And mm-hmm. then when we do pray, we get impatient with him because he's not moving on our timing. But like you just said, it's not about us and it's not about our timing. Mm-hmm. And something I've learned when it comes to waiting, this was a while back, but I'm trying to think how, how I wanted to wait here. But like I said, be willing to wait. And what I've learned is that waiting is a process of preparing that pains you into trusting for provision. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know how to break it down, but <laughs> I'm going to just say it so I can kind of digest it because I need to hear that one again. Waiting is a process of preparing that pains you into trusting for provision. And so sometimes we're like, oh, we so uncomfortable. I, I can't stand this pain. I, I can't stand to be in this position. But it's meant to pain you. It's meant to pain you into trusting for that provision that he's already said he was going to make a way for. He's already made said these promises over us and his word won't, won't return back into him void. So mm-hmm. we have to trust in that and just, yeah, just trust the process. Like, if you saying, what do young folks say? Trust the process. <laughs> <laughs> Not what the young folks say, like, you ain't young folks. For the clarification, I'm 15 physically, but, you know, they, they say I'm a little bit older than that. So, <laughs> so um, did you have any questions when it came to the whole waiting and patience thing? Just really... <laughs> One question that I had was, what do we do when prayers go unanswered? Or no. they seem to be go unanswered. That story. Or when God tells you no. <laughs> she gave me this question already, and I still didn't figure it out. <laughs> so what do we do when prayers seem to go unanswered? It's, it's a hard question to answer because everyone either A, has been in that situation, mm-hmm. or B, is facing that situation and is unsure about it. Because I'm going to be for real with you. What do we do? Like... You know, it's people say, just keep praying, keep praying. It's not saying, keep oh, yeah. praying, you know, so, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it, that's true, technically, yes, keep praying. But people are looking for a more in-depth answer, like, it's something that I need to do. Is it, is it something that I need to check within me? And sometimes I think we have this guilt in our flesh, and that is not necessarily always conviction, that mm-hmm. we think, I even had struggled with this. I said, oh, Lord, what did I do? Because, <laughs> you know, if something is not happening 
and you're praying for it and you're, you know, you're trusting for it and it's still not happening. You start to think that something is wrong in your life. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's a process and it's going to pay you into trusting. So regardless, you just have to keep trusting. I know y'all want me to say something else. You want me to yeah. give you more, but that's really all I can say is that regardless of that, you have to keep praying because he's not going to, you know, um, he's still going to answer. But if you just mm-hmm. stop praying for it, then how can you really expect it? You know what I'm saying? That and, um, yeah, that consistency. Go ahead. And so another thing is when it is on us, I feel like a lot of the time it's because we pray, but we forget to listen. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot of people that just be like, Lord, I want this. Lord, I want that. And then we forgot, we get forget to listen for the answer. Right. I think we're so quick to give, I wouldn't say demands cause we, he, we're not demanding God, but mm-hmm. we're so quick to, some people, they feel that way. They feel obligated and entitled to demand certain things from God, but that's not right. what we're here to do. We're so quick to just kind of tell him everything we need right there in that moment. And yes, he wants to hear those needs. Mm-hmm. But like I said before, you know, really telling him who he is and thanking him for that, because like I said, he is God, like that alone is enough. But, um, can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. So I feel like a lot of people, when they pray to God, they just they think of God as like a genie mm-hmm. in a bottle. Just yeah. they just here to j- just make your wishes, grant your wish. Like is, baby, that ain't who He is. Like God <laughs> is not here to fulfill our wishes and right. desires because He's God here. is not our servant. Yeah, we're He's fulfilling His purpose in our life. Exactly. So that's like one thing. A lot of people because like humans are like I guess naturally selfish. In a yeah. way, they <laughs> yeah. want what they want, when they want it, how mm-hmm. they want it. <laughs> and it's just it's like, true. I mean, sometimes it's just something like natural. Like, it's natural that you might want something for yourself. But if God says you can't have it, like, you can't have right. it. Like, <laughs> like, And that's what I kind of, you know, that's a big thing in my prayer is, you know, let your will be done. You know, have your way because it's, it's not about how I feel about it, you know, as much as we want it to be. But when we're going back to the whole consistency thing, something that I found as I was looking in different translations, um, Matthew chapter seven, verse seven, most and yeah, most of the translations say, ask, seek, knock. And we're talking about, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a very common scripture, but the NOT says, keep on asking, keep on seeking and keep on knocking, which implies that, you know, this is something that needs to be done repetitively. Cause if you really want something, like think about it, if you're going to go, Ask your mom, oh, oh, can I do this? Can I do that? Can I do this? Can I do that? You're going to keep on asking until you hear the answer. Maybe not the answer that you want, but you're going to keep on asking until you at least hear an answer. And I think, well, it's not a thing. I know that's what we need to do in our prayer life. And sometimes we, we forget that part. It's like, oh, yeah, I pray for that one day forever ago. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that has to be a continuous thing. And, you know, it says in one of the scriptures, you know, not to Babylon and, and be repetitive like the Gentiles. But we also have to understand Certain prayers do need to be repeated. Now, in that particular context, he was saying, you know, don't just be sputtering nonsense or whatever and just right. all over the place. But prayers need to be repeated. And I think people kind of forget that, like you said, listening, but also, like it says right there, asking, and then another, seeking, knocking. Go ahead. I feel like people don't want to listen because they're not ready to receive what he has to say. Right. A lot of people are just like, I don't like, they don't want to hear no. And that's a big thing. And so um, from the a Bible verse I was reading from like Luke 11, mm-hmm. um, 
two, he Luke eleven and two, he was telling us how uh, Jesus was saying, telling his disciples how to pray. But also, he was reading this story when you say, I, it kind of like brought it back up when you're saying, ask, seek, not, mm-hmm. you know. And he was telling them this story about how um, this man or this friend was asking his friend to lend him three loaves of bread uh, because a friend of his had come to visit him and he had nothing to feed his uh, visitor. And so he was he was knocking on the door. The, his friend was asleep, mind you. He was in his bed, door locked, lights out, sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just paraphrasing, obviously. <laughs> but, and so he's just over here knocking at the door so he could ask for some loaves of bread. And at first, the man was like, leave me alone. You know, I'm asleep. Like, why are you bothering me this time of night? It's like midnight. And... You know, he just kept knocking. He just kept knocking and kept knocking. And eventually, the man got up to open the door. And he eventually just gave him the loaves of bread. Because he was like, if you ask, that door can be... If you continually seek him, that door can be open for mm-hmm. you. And um, that's... <laughs> I didn't know he was going to go all the way there. That's really good. <laughs> no, that's like really good. Because I was Appreciate. like, huh, how does... But it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I was just... So. I just like had to connect the whole point yeah. <laughs> to get it across. But that's, yeah, that's good. And um, another thing, going back to what you were saying about being humble, is a lot of people, once they reach a certain point in their prayer life or they're, you know, a show Christian, oh, Jesus, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> when they when they serving for show, you know, um, they do a lot of things for public admiration. Mm-hmm. And in Matthew chapter 6, it talks about teaching um, about giving to the needy and you're saying watch out don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired by others for you will lose the reward from your father in heaven and then you go down a couple verses in verse six and it really ties into the whole humility thing but when you pray go away by yourself shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private then mm-hmm. your father who sees everything will reward you and i believe that's something that a lot of people some people you know a little more shy about their prayer life so mm-hmm. it's not that difficult for them but for the people that, you know, you want to serve for show, you think you're going to get a reward by doing something in public. He doesn't want that. Like, right. we t- like we said last time, he wants your heart. He wants you. But it's not you that's serving if it's your flesh that's out for, you know, attention and, right. and you being can't, admired. Go ahead. Sorry. You can't get closer to him if you don't have that intimacy. That's true. So being by yourself and just talking to him in your own time and not just in front of a crowd or in front of people for show, that really proves that... You know, you're willing to to pray and God in private, and not uh being hypocritical. I guess right. The verse right before that, like you said, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly or on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they will ever get. So basically, mm-hmm. what he's saying is, you're out here, like I said, serving for show. And you want to get a reward from man, but that's all the reward you ever get if you do that. I don't know about y'all, but I'm trying to get a reward from God. Mm-hmm. I can't care less about the reward from man because it ain't rewarding me. It's not. It's not benefiting me. Right. It's not yeah. fulfilling. It's not. It's not last. It's not really real, honestly. Right. And the last note I want to leave out with, honestly, all of these were just answering that one question: How do we accomplish consistency in our prayer life? Because I see it as a problem a lot of times. Mm-hmm. The last thing I would just like to say. Um, about accomplishing that consistency is to make prayer part of your routine. And when I say that, I don't mean that it should become something that you do just like as a thoughtless practice just because it's in your routine. But it should become a habit to you because it's essential and it's necessary. 
And the only way to grow in a relationship is through that communication. So take the time out daily to do that. Not because I'm telling you to or because you know that it's just supposed to be done, but because you genuinely seek that. Right. It's kind of like that song, Make Room by Jonathan Mirrors. <laughs> you got to make room for God. Yeah. You got to have It's a time. busy world and it's a crazy world. We get caught up in that. For sure. Um, one thing I do want to mention briefly because time about to run out. Yeah. <laughs> but how to pray. Some people know that it's a conversation, but what are the things that are important um, that's going to bring them closer to God? So a few things that I had, um, this don't have to go in a specific order, but one is to, like I said earlier, to understand to to whom you're speaking mm-hmm. and to be humble, to be humble. I don't know humble. <laughs> and then, you know, thank him for being who he is because he is God, you know. Thank him, understand who he is. When you understand who he is, you'll really truly be grateful mm-hmm. for, you know, the blessings and the things that he can do, that he does. And then... Yeah. And I think also understand the names of God too, but that's... Yeah. It's neither here nor there, but it's just when you understand what those names really mean and you, you really have that sensitivity to it. It's like when we were saying Yahweh, it's like you're just saying the same thing over and over again, but it's it's just that good, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> then, you know, things like asking for God's will, mm-hmm. repentance, and petitions. A lot of people, I don't know if they know petitions, so I'm just going to break it down <laughs> real quick. Petition is really just your asking for your wants, but also intercession because praying for your friends and the people around you, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. Because a lot of people don't know how to pray for themselves. And while it's not our responsibility to pray for everybody, right. you know and the Spirit will guide you and help you to intercede for those people. And so, real quick, Romans 12 and 12 says, Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. And so that's just something really important, when especially when you're in a season of like, waiting a season of affliction and a season of unknowing Mm -hmm. just having that faith um being hopeful being patient and being faithful are three main things to want to uh it's very important to um have right um did you have anything else um i think i'm good we did well i'm gonna just i guess i'm gonna just give you all the tips one more time so you know what we're leaving you with um, so to answer the the question of this episode, this you know it's about the art of prayer, but also effective prayer, not just just praying just because, but effective prayer that's actually going to make a difference in your life. So, mm-hmm. how do we accomplish consistency in our prayer life? Number one, understand that your conver- that your circumstance doesn't determine or define your conversation. Number two, be willing to wait because patience is very important. Obviously, when it comes to talking to God and waiting on His response. And number three, make prayer a part of your routine. So I believe that's yeah. all. You have anything else to say to the people? Hey, just watch how what you say when you pray too. Because mm-hmm. power of a tongue is powerful. Yeah. And yeah, just pray consistently. Yep. And you guys should just, you know, we're really grateful for everybody that's been listening and sharing and all that. It's been going really well. And we hope yes. that you guys, if you haven't heard the first episode, go back and check that one out. Um, you can answer the questions that are below the episodes and um yeah we just we want to hear from you guys tell us what type of episodes you want to hear all that good stuff what songs you want to hear up here for song of the day just all of that and we just really appreciate it that's all appreciate